A quick note before we get started. Today's episode will include descriptions of sexual assault. Our colleague Joe Flint has been following an unfolding drama at ABC News. The story involves a former executive producer for its flagship morning show, Good Morning America, a man named Michael Korn. Michael Korn started at ABC uh, about 18 years ago as a producer, and he rose up the ranks. He became executive producer of World News Tonight under Diane Sawyer when she was the anchor. He was among the higher echelon of executives there and at one time was being considered as a potential candidate to run ABC News. But in mid-April, Korn suddenly resigned. I was curious. There was no statement from him or the company about the circumstances of his resignation. And typically in our industry, when someone who has been at a company for nearly 20 years and held such positions of prominence, the company will say some nice things about the person leaving. The person leaving will say nice things about the company. None of that took place here. So Joe started reporting it out. And then last week, the news broke. Bad news at ABC News. The former top producer of Good Morning America accused of sexual assault in a new lawsuit filed by an ABC staffer. A staffer at ABC News, Kirsten Crawford, sued the company and Korn, alleging that Korn sexually assaulted her in 2015 when he was her boss. Korn vehemently denies any wrongdoing. The suit also names ABC, accusing it of receiving complaints from several women about corn and then failing to take appropriate action. The suit alleges that ABC News didn't follow its own guidelines that require it to investigate employee complaints and didn't take any disciplinary action against corn. ABC News disputes this claim. Joe says that the lawsuit is the latest example of assault allegations in the world of network news. I have covered the television industry for a long time and TV news for a long time. And certainly we've seen over the last few years, issues have emerged about the culture. This may be ABC's turn in the spotlight. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Wednesday, September 1st. Coming up on the show, the lawsuit against ABC News and the fallout inside the network. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. This past year has been tumultuous for ABC News. Even prior to this lawsuit and the allegations against Michael Korn, there were concerns about the culture inside the newsroom, that there was an atmosphere of tension and lack of trust among employees. 
Since last summer, the network has had other high-profile departures, one involving allegations of racially insensitive comments. And in the spring, ABC News was hoping to reset when it brought in a new president. Kim Godwin, who came from CBS, she's inherited this situation. And she came in talking about wanting to change the culture and make ABC News a happier place. She was going to be uh, an agent of change. When Godwin arrived at ABC News, Michael Korn had just left. But last week's lawsuit brought his name back up inside the company. Most staffers at ABC and Good Morning America learned about the allegations when the Wall Street Journal broke the story about the lawsuit. Inside Good Morning America, people really didn't know except a handful who were aware of these allegations. So when the suit broke in our paper, it caused a lot of uh, earthquakes inside ABC and ABC News. What do you mean by earthquakes? I mean people were stunned. I mean it shook the place up. They had no idea that these allegations were out there against Michael Korn. They had no idea around the circumstances of his departure. And some people were angry about that. They felt that they should have been kept in the loop. They felt that they had been misled. The lawsuit details two women's allegations against Korn. Kirsten Crawford is the plaintiff. Her allegation describes an incident in 2015. At the time, Korn was the executive producer for Good Morning America, and Crawford was a junior producer. She alleges that in 2015, she and Michael Korn were sharing an Uber back to a hotel. They were in Los Angeles, and that he was grabbing her, grabbing parts of her body, trying to kiss her. That's what she alleges. Mr. Korn again denies this. And that when they got back to the hotel, she went to his hotel room upon his request to bring him some Advil that he had asked for, that is according to the suit. And then once she had done that, he again made unwanted advances and she was eventually able to leave the room. Korn denies the allegations and calls them fabrications. He says that Crawford and he exchanged friendly emails the day after the alleged incident, which he says show the alleged assault didn't happen. So did Crawford tell anyone at the network about this? According to the suit, Crawford had confided in a friend after the 2015 alleged incident. And one of those people had told George Stephanopoulos. And in 2017, this is when Stephanopoulos had learned of this, he asked Crawford about it. He asked if this was true. And she said yes. And George Stephanopoulos said, well, I think I have to take this higher up in the company now that I I know of this. According to the suit, he told three people. One was Tanya Menton. Tanya Menton is the vice president of litigation for ABC, and she's closely involved in HR matters at the company. According to the lawsuit, ABC requires an investigation into any harassment or assault allegations, even if a victim doesn't come forward. The suit alleges that the company didn't conduct an investigation after Stephanopoulos told Menton. Menton has not responded to requests for comment. ABC said in a statement 
that they are committed to upholding a safe and supportive work environment. They have a process in place that thoroughly reviews and addresses complaints. They also said, though, they dispute the claims made against it in this suit and will address it in the court. The lawsuit also turned a spotlight onto Stephanopoulos, who doesn't dispute how the suit represents his role in the events. There's some sense inside ABC News that should George have been more aggressive in terms of pursuing some sort of an investigation against Michael Korn, who, of course, remained in his job for four more years. And Robin Roberts said in a meeting that, I'm paraphrasing a little, but basically if it had been someone on my team, I would have burned this place down. Now, a lot of people read that as a swipe at George. People I've talked to at ABC News say, no, Robin was just expressing emotion. She and George get along fine. But clearly there are some folks you know, confused about how a complaint could be made and so many people in senior positions know about it, and yet allegedly nothing happened. Stephanopoulos declined to comment on what his co-anchor, Robin Roberts, said in that meeting. Crawford says ABC didn't take action with her allegation, but that changed earlier this year. According to the lawsuit, it started when another woman named Jill McLean was chatting with her former boss, ABC News host Diane Sawyer. Jill and Diane Sawyer had a phone conversation, which according to the suit took place on New Year's Eve 2020. The suit says that McLean told Sawyer about her encounters with Korn back when she was a producer at ABC News. McLean is not a plaintiff in the lawsuit, but the lawsuit alleges that Korn assaulted McLean twice. It alleges the first time was in 2010, on a plane heading back to New York from a reporting trip. According to the suit, Mr. Korn began basically rubbing her arm and then rubbing her leg and placing his hand between her legs. And she just kind of froze. The second allegation is from the following year. The lawsuit alleges that one night while they were traveling for work, Korn sexually assaulted McLean in her hotel room. How has Michael Korn responded to these allegations from 2010 and 2011? He has vehemently denied them. He says these are fabrications. He points to being invited to Jill's wedding after these incidents as proof that clearly he hadn't done anything wrong or else why would she invite him to her wedding? From my reporting, what friends of Jill have told me is that he was her boss and she was inviting everyone from work and it would have been obvious if he wasn't. According to the lawsuit, McLean didn't report the incidents to anyone at ABC at the time. But then, according to the lawsuit, McLean told Sawyer what happened to her. Diane Sawyer was apparently taken aback by this and told Jill that she needed to report it. Even if it happened over 10 years ago, it was important to report it. What happened when she reported it? That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by AARP. They have reskilling courses and career tools to help your income live as long as you do. The younger you are, the more you need AARP. 
Learn more at aarp.org/skills. This episode of the Journal is brought to you by KPMG. At KPMG, we make the difference. It's not just something we say; it's what we do. We work closely with clients to uncover insights that illuminate opportunity, develop bold solutions that innovate industries, and create better outcomes driven by data. Brighter insights, bolder solutions, better outcomes. It's how our people make the difference. KPMG make the difference. The lawsuit says that around the same time that Jill McLean shared her allegations with Diane Sawyer, a friend connected McLean with Kirsten Crawford. The two women decided to join forces and bring their stories to ABC. Soon after, according to the lawsuit, ABC News launched an investigation into Michael Korn. In the suit, which I'm looking at right now, it says, upon information belief, ABC found both women's claims credible and corroborated by the investigation. Mr. Korn's employment was either terminated or he was forced to resign. Again, Mr. Korn has denied these allegations. We have often tried to ask him why did he leave ABC People close to him have said that he left because he knew he was not going to be named president of ABC News. Korn left in April. And according to people familiar with the matter, Crawford and McLean went into mediation talks with ABC News to try to reach a settlement. But those talks were unsuccessful. And then last week, Crawford filed her lawsuit, which included more allegations. Now, not all of those alleged complaints were sexual in nature. Some of them had to do with Mr. Korn's temper, yelling, throwing things at people, that he had had issues with anger management. These are things all alleged in the suit and that ABC had pretty much ignored. So there are other alleged victims out there. According to the suit, yes. Uh, But again, not just of unwanted sexual advances, but just other behavior we would probably qualify as an abusive boss or bullying. And what does it allege ABC did or didn't do? It basically alleges that ABC didn't do anything until these two came forward earlier this year that Other complaints were swept under a rug, brushed off, ignored. Again, these are all allegations. And how has ABC responded to these allegations? Well, beyond their statement, they haven't said anything, just that they dispute the claims made against it. Kim Godwin, the new president of ABC News, expressed frustration at the situation in a staff meeting last week. She said she wanted to have an outside firm investigate the allegations in the lawsuit. My reporting indicates that Kim Godwin, the new president of ABC News, was unaware of the Michael Korn situation when she came in. It appears that no one debriefed her about Korn's departure or the reason for it, or even that, you know, there's some reporters digging around on this, and uh, one day this story may pop, so we should be prepared just in case it does. There seemed to be none of that from everyone I've talked to inside ABC News, so that when it did come out, she was as 
shocked and surprised as all the people under her who weren't aware of why Corn had left. What's on the line for ABC with this lawsuit? The morning shows are the big profit centers for the networks. Good Morning America is a very important show to ABC News, not only financially, but just as kind of the symbol of the news division. Do your sources see this as a situation that is specific to ABC or one that could be repeated in other environments? If you talk to a lot of ABC News people, which I have done, both current and former, they will tell you of a environment where transparency is not always uh, the goal of the bosses and that there's a lot of mysteries. And this is not necessarily new. I mean, look, Sadly, all companies would rather keep all their troubles in-house. No one wants to see themselves splashed against the headlines. And, you know, that's the same anywhere. But if, in fact, these allegations were not investigated or perhaps not investigated as aggressively as they should have, or perhaps, as the suit alleges, a series of allegations that have been made over the years that had been ignored, that's not sitting well with employees at ABC News. That's all for today, Wednesday, September 1st. This episode has been updated to reflect that the reporting about the mediation talks came from people familiar with the matter. A previous version of this episode said the mediation was referred to in the lawsuit. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like the show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.